Oh, Lord God, we thank you this morning that you are in this place. God, we thank you that you hold us in the palm of your hands. God, that you know the days that are before us, you know the days that have gone before us. And God, you love us just as we are in this moment. In the highs and the lows of life, God, you hold us, you love us, you know us. And God, I pray this morning that that might be our experience. God, that we might feel you close to us. We might know your presence, your hand on our life. And God, that we can trust you when things go well and when things don't go well. God, would you help us to be a trusting church, a trusting people that holds on to you more than we hold on to anything else. And God, we thank you that as we do that, you will see us through. You will use us. You will make something of us to bring you glory and bring people into a walk with you. So God, we thank you this morning for your presence in this place. We thank you for your goodness on our life. We pray that we might hear your voice, we might know you this morning, and that you might get so much glory in all that happens. pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome to church. So good to have you. Before you grab a seat, just turn around, wave to someone. Don't touch anyone, but wave. Say good day. Good morning to our online community. It's great to have you with us at church this morning. Very exciting morning. If it's your first time with us, um, a very special welcome. We're so glad that you're with us this morning. Uh, we have Connect cards, we have Next Step cards, uh, and they are available online. Uh, the easiest way to find them is through our app, which is the Church Centre app. You can um, search and download that Church Centre app. Uh, you just follow the prompts after you download that. Set Sail Baptist as your church, and you can find events. You can check in. You might have noticed if you're if it's one of your first times that there's a bit of a, a queue. Backs up a little bit at the door there. So if you've got the app, you can just go straight on through because you can do it right now when you're sitting down. Uh, you can do it in the car beforehand. You can do it anytime, um, but you can do it yourself, which is really cool. Uh, but if it is your first time when, uh, with us this morning, we'd really encourage you to to drop us a line somehow. Let us know that you're here. Um, fill in a Connect card. Um, tell one of the pastors. Um, it's, it's a really cool way for us to get to know you and make you feel welcome and part of the family, part of the house here. So That'd be great. We also have a very special morning this morning. We have our induction service for Pastor Steve. And so we've got Bill and Julie down from Melbourne, from the BEV. And so it's great to have them here with us this morning. And we're going to get to that in a moment. So you've picked a great morning to come to church. All right, a few quick announcements. Youth is back this Friday. That's right. And... There's details in the newsletter um, about all the times and all the stuff that's going on, but if you are in grade five or six, grade five or six this year, um, hopefully you know that, that, what grade you're in this year, grade five or six this year, um, you can come on a Friday night from four till six p.m. If you're in grade six, you can stay uh, a little later and join the year sevens to nine program from six till nine, and then years 10 to 12 is on at six till 9.30 as well, but a different location. Anyway, it's very confusing. 
um, when I just said that, but you have a look at the newsletter and you figure out what year you're in and then read the bit that's applicable to your year and then it's very straightforward. Can you do that? Is that, yeah. I know it's, it's difficult to sometimes read and figure things out on a Sunday morning because your brain's just having a little snooze, but try your best to do that. Parents, maybe you need a help. Um, but if you have any questions whatsoever, please contact Pastor Lauren. Um, she's all over that and got a great team working with her, coordinating a, a COVID-safe but really exciting year in youth ministry. SBC Kids? Yes. Yes, very exciting. Next week, next week, next week, 7th of Feb, Kids Ministry is back. Um, see Steve um, for more details. Um, if you want to join the kids team, please, again, contact Pastor Steve. It's um, a great time to jump on board and get involved in the kids' team, whether that's the, the littlies or whether that's the, the primary age, whatever. Um, it's a great time to get involved um, in SBC Kids. And young adults. There's a young adults event, um, a secret young adults launch next week end. I've got that right. Yeah, February 6th, next Saturday night at 6 o'clock. That's all the details I can give you, but you need to talk, talk to... Pastor Lauren about that um, and get involved in that secret underground community because that's apparently all the details we're allowed to see because it's very secret. Um, but check your newsletter. Who gets the newsletter in their inbox every week? Who's never seen a newsletter in their life from Sail Baptist? A few of us. Yeah, that's okay. We won't hold that against you. Just make sure you get the app, get your email in, and we can make sure that you get it. Uh, it's very cool. Very cool. Um, that's it. That's all the announcements I've got for this morning. I've done it. I've done it. It's, it's pretty rare that I get through them all without making a big fool of myself. But it's cool. What I want to do before we get to the induction part of our service this morning is I want to just um, spend a couple of moments praying for our community. There's a couple of um, significant prayer needs that we have in our family. One of them is Nathan Gillespie. Some of you may know Nathan. He's eight. Um, he's just um, had some tumours discovered on his kidneys and his lungs, uh, and so they're in a bit of shock this week, finding that out um, about Nathan, and so they're working out a plan of chemo and, and surgery going forward, but we really need to surround Anna and Steve, Peter, that's what I meant to say, Anna and, and Peter, um, in our prayers, and the family, uh, and James as well. Um, just for, for God's grace and peace and, and healing in Nathan's body especially. And also for Vaughan as well, um, just continuing to have health struggles um, and just praying for, for peace and healing and, and comfort around his life and his time as well. So would you join me and um, let's pray together. God, we thank you for your love and your grace in our life. We thank you that when we call on your name, you hear us. You hear our prayers and you answer them. And God, we, we pray and we lift our hearts this morning. We, can, we lift our faith together and we lift up Nathan especially and Vaughan who are having significant health issues. God, we pray for your healing upon their bodies in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are a healing God. You are a miraculous God. And so God, we pray for a miracle in these bodies this morning. And God, we also lift up the families and we pray for your peace and your comfort in this testing time. We pray for your perseverance and 
for um, your supernatural faith to, to fill them so that they might be able to trust in you even when it seems impossible. God, when we don't know what to pray, God, we just lift our hearts and our concerns and we know that you hear us. We know that your love is so much greater than ours. Your love for Nathan is so much greater than ours. Your love for Vaughan is so much greater than ours. And so, God, we trust you in your love. We trust that you hold them close to you. And, God, we just pray that you would have your way in their families, in these precious um, precious ones of yours. And God, we lift up this morning to you as well. We lift up all that you want to do. We thank you for, for Steve and for his ministry in this church and for this moment in his walk and his ministry and this church uh, and the season that we're entering into, God. And God, we pray that this morning might be a significant milestone, a peg in the sand where we can um, move forward and see um, your ministry and your goodness overflowing in our lives and in our church, in our kids and our families, like never before. So God, we thank you for all that you want to do this morning. We thank you for all that you are. We thank you that you are a loving God, that you call us your children. And we pray this morning we might hear your voice and know you and celebrate with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are here with our third induction in as many years. So if you're sick of pastor induction services, then maybe this is not the church for you. Um, Because who knows what we'll do next year. Actually, we didn't have one last year. Let's be honest, we didn't have one last year. We we skipped 2020. Um, But we did have one in... Actually, we had two in 2019, didn't we? That's, That's what I mean. We had three in as many years, yeah. We just had two, skipped a year, one. Don't worry about me. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, But for those of you who are not aware, um, I'm Brad. I'm the senior pastor here at this church. And um, I began in this role in 2019, in the start of 2019. And and when I began in this role, um, I, I was in a pastoral position already at this church. And so my dad, who was the senior pastor before... Uh, me, stepped out and stepped into a, a grander role, bigger role, in charge of many, many people. Um, I think he's, he likes that. I can tease him. Anyway, um, anyway, it left a big gap in our pastoral team, and so we put our, our prayers together, our faith together, and um, the church council, along with myself, sort of sets forward a vision for what our pastoral team might look like and what our ministry at the church might look like. And through that, we increased Pastor Jackie's hours. We created a youth and young adults pastor position, which we filled with um, Lauren in um, later that year, in 2019. And we also had a kids and families role, which stood vacant for um, that time, for sort of 18 months. Uh, and through that time, we had plenty of people sort of interested. We had Jake and Lou um, doing a fantastic job in our kids' ministry for that time in a volunteer capacity. And um, and we were in, se- in serious conversation at times with them about them doing the role um, as well. But um, with their family um, and the things that were happening in their world, they had to move back to, to WA and sort of leave the ministry in, in God's hands. And, and through that move and through some things that happened um, late last year, um, it was really obvious that God had been calling Steve to this role. 
um, and shaping him. For those of you who don't know, Steve was involved in our kids' ministry for over 10 years. Just a few years ago, he finished in that role. Um, and so he's been working in our kids' ministry for, for so long. He has not left kids' ministry in that time. He's been continuing to do kids' ministry in primary schools as a school chaplain. Um, and he was just saying to me this morning that 25 years ago um, was when he first felt the call to, to work with kids and to, to devote his life, the rest of his life and the rest of his ministry to working with kids. Uh, and so it's just an amazing way that God has orchestrated this moment uh, and orchestrated what has been happening in Steve's life and, and in this church's life. And, you know, I was find it amazing and sometimes shocking the way God's timing just works out perfectly. Um, when Jake and Lou told me, you know what, Brad, we're going to be moving um, um, at the end of the year, I was looking around thinking, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with our kids' ministry? We've been having like 70 plus kids on a Sunday morning and there's no one. I mean, there's a great volunteer kids team, but none of them want to step up and, and do a... They've all got like jobs themselves and they don't want to step up and do this role. Uh, and then it was just only a couple of weeks later that Steve said, you know what, this is, I think this is where God is calling me. So uh, it's just a, a fantastic testimony to, to the way God moves in us and through us. He knows far more than we do. And sometimes I forget that. Um, and I'm sure you don't ever forget that. But I just want to encourage you that, that God has his way. And sometimes we can see a vision and see something that, that God wants to do. And it, it doesn't work out exactly the way we want or the way we envisage it to work. But it always works out better. It always has a, a sweeter taste to it. And so I think it's just a, an amazing moment that we uh, stand in this morning. Um, and I'm going to... in invite um, Bill up and he's going to share a few words and we're going to induct Steve in a moment. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Brad, and it's a privilege to be with you all this morning and particularly on this occasion for Steve and I come and bring greetings from the Baptist Union of Victoria. Uh, Sale is one of about 250 faith communities or churches around the state and you're a very valued member and it's fantastic to be a colleague of Rob's. And to be here this morning for the induction is fantastic. You know, the church is Jesus' physical presence on earth today. We're supposed to be doing and being what Jesus was when he was physically on earth. He's the head of the church, and he gives to every follower of Jesus a particular role to play in the life of the church. So each of us has a part to play. But as Brad has shared from time to time, uh, there are those that he identifies to become, if you like, publicly recognised and locally supported as leaders within a church. And that's the role that Steve uh, comes to this morning. And it's fantastic just talking to Steve a little earlier and as Brad has shared, to hear about that call of God on his life 25 years ago. And you know, the call of God to an individual needs to be confirmed by the people in the family of God. And to know that that's happened and that now there's a particular role for Steve to play as a pastor of the church is just great. So it's a privilege to be here this morning and I'd, I'd love to invite Steve to come and join us. By participating in this service together, we're affirming that we believe Steve Postlethwaite 
has been called into this ministry by God and we join together as one voice uh, here at Sale Baptist this morning in seeking God's help and anointing for the development and growing integrity as a healthy and vital part of the body of Christ in our wider community. And in a moment I'm going to ask you to stand if this morning you affirm afresh that uh, Jesus is the head of the church and the one who calls people to particular roles. Uh, Here's the statement that I would want you to affirm. We believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, whose kingdom is within us, and we reaffirm our love for and commitment to Jesus Christ as our Saviour and Lord. And if that's something that you want to affirm this morning, I invite you to stand. I've got some questions, Steve, for you and then a question for the congregation this morning. Steve, do you accept the role of pastor within this church, believing that God has led you to ministry within and through this community of faith? I do. Steve, will you seek in the strong and enabling spirit of God to faithfully live out your calling to all the aspects of pastoral leadership in this church being entrusted to you today? Steve, will you give priority to your personal rhythms of prayer, spiritual growth, skills development and recreation to ensure that your pastoral ministry remains vital and contemporary? Jackie and your family, you are integral to the commitment that Steve has made to the church and today do you renew your nurture and encouragement of Steve's ministry as he begins as Associate Pastor? Thank you. And to all of you who are standing this morning, do you accept Steve as an associate pastor of this church by the leading of God? Do you affirm your commitment to Steve's ministry? And will you support him in prayer and action? And if you will, I invite you to say, we do and we will. So in light of that, this morning in the name of Christ who anoints us all to serve others with love and compassion, I confirm Steve's induction to the ministry in the Sale Baptist Church as an associate pastor. Steve, may God's peace enfold you and may the inspiration of God's incisive spirit captivate you and grow your own adventure of faith as you lead the people of God with joy and love. God bless you. And we wish you every encouragement in the days ahead. And friends, uh, those who've been uh, asked, I think leadership team and church council, any others who've been asked to come and lay hands on Steve as we pray, I invite you to come now as we do that. Let's pray together. Living and loving God, thank you for your invitation to all people to be part of your family and mission. Thank you especially today for your call to Steve to become a pastor of this church. Thank you that you've confirmed that call through the church. And our God, we thank you in anticipation for the way that you will work in and through Steve and the teams that he guides and oversees to see many children and families encounter you and follow you. We pray that this next season will be an increasingly fruitful one for Steve and indeed the whole church. 
Pour out your blessing onto and your spirit into Steve's life. Enrich and protect Steve and Jackie and their marriage and their family, we pray. And help them to know the support and encouragement of the whole church community. May the Sale community and beyond experience your grace flowing into the lives of individuals and families because of your transforming work in and through Steve and the ministry of the Sale Baptist Church. And God, we thank you for your anointing on Steve's life, not just in his pastoral ministry, but for the ministry he has um, undertaken his entire life in the schools, in this church already. And God, we pray that you would continue to anoint him for this role, for this season, to lead young people, their families, the leaders, and all involved to a deeper relationship with you. God, we pray that you might use him and his ministry to see new people come into a walk with you. God, we pray that you would fill him with your vision and your heart for children like never before, for families. God, we pray that you would give him insight, wisdom, patience, clarity, all the fruits of the Spirit that he needs to be able to walk into this ministry and and lead it well. And God, we pray that we as a church might continue to surround him with our prayers and our encouragement and grace as he navigates this new season. God, we thank you that we are in this together, that we are your body, we are your people, and we each have our part to play. And God, we thank you that this is Steve's role in this season, and we pray that he might fulfill it well, that you might lead him and guide him as he steps into it. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, everyone. Why don't we give him a hand? What an exciting time. Exciting journey. Well, um, you're going to stay seated now, and I'm going to invite Bill back up, and he's going to preach the word. He's not just come down to, to do the induction, but we thought we'd get him to share some pearls of wisdom. Bill's been senior pastor prior to his role at BV for at Sindel Baptist Church for over 30 years, 35 years maybe, 33 years, I was close. Um, and if you don't know Sindel Baptist, it's, it's quite a large church in Melbourne, and, and he's been a, a very... Um, faithful and, and great leader in, in the Baptist Union for a long time and, and well respected. So we're very privileged and honoured to have him bring the word this morning. So thank you, Bill. Thank you, Brad. And uh, as I said earlier, it's a privilege to be here and thanks, Brad, for the invitation to come and share in this really uh, special service. I was here at Sale Baptist about five or six years ago and I hope none of you remember this, but uh, our son, one of our sons, uh, Daniel, was a policeman down here at Sale, and his wife Kylie uh, worked in, in uh, one of the hospitals, a couple of the hospitals down in this way, uh, this area. And they came to Sale Baptist, and we were down here for a family weekend with them. And it was a, a day when Iron and Clay, I think that was the band, were visiting. And I don't know whether any of you remember this, but. Iron and Clay at one point during the service uh, invited different people in the congregation to participate. And I forget how people were chosen, but I think some of the members of the band were walking around and uh, identifying people. And as they came to where our family was sitting, my kids were saying about me. And I was up on this platform, or one similar, with one of those shaker things. Do you remember? I hope you don't. 
But it's a real privilege for Julia and uh, for me to be with you today and thanks so much for the invitation. What do you tell a mature and experienced man at the start of a new ministry at a church? A church that he knows better than I know. And is there a word for the congregation of the church here at Sale? And can I just tell you, I need to confess this, I'm at a little jealous of Sale Baptist Church because when we were first getting our websites and email addresses, I was pastor at Sindel Baptist Church and we wanted my email, for example, to be bbrown at sbc.org.au and we just missed out because Sale Baptist Church got the SBC before we got it. But any rate, so uh, every encouragement to you. (laughs) But is there a word for Steve this morning and is there a word for the congregation, a word for pastor and a word for people? What do you tell a mature and experienced man like Steve who's been working in children's ministry and at schools uh, for many years now? Well, for a few few moments, let's consult one who pastored a number of churches. The Apostle Paul, in in the passage that we're going to read from Colossians 1, has some insights about pastoring and some insights about people in the church, and they're worth exploring. Just two verses from Colossians 1 and verses 28 and 29, and I think you'll find them on the screen coming up. It says, He, that is Jesus, is the one we proclaim admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. And to this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy that Christ so powerfully works in me. And so, Steve, for the pastor this morning being inducted, this passage answers three really important questions. But questions not only for Steve, but indeed for the whole uh, church. The first is, who are you on about? The second is, how are you going to do it? And the third is, what's the goal? So firstly, who are you on about? And Paul would say, as the pastor of a local church, he'd say, Jesus is the one we proclaim. Jesus, and he's just described Jesus as the hope of glory, as the storehouse of wisdom and knowledge, the one by whom and for whom everything was made. And apart from him, we'll never know fulfilment. He is the one who, when on earth, children flocked to. The one who welcomed and hosted parties for those who are on the margins, who who hardly ever got invited to parties. The one who offered hope and forgiveness. The one whose words people hung on to. The one who stopped to comfort the grieving and offering hope to those who had no hope. The one who gave his life that we might have life and the one whom God raised from the dead. By any measure, Jesus is a remarkable person. He's been described by Rebecca Pippett in her book, Out of the Salt Shaker. Jesus has been described as the only one in the entire universe who can control us without destroying us. And she says it's insanity to run from Jesus. A few years ago, early one morning, I was in a supermarket waiting in a line to uh, pay my money for whatever it was I was buying. 
And just in front of me in the line was a, a lady, an older lady, and she was uh, looking at a story in the, the newspaper that was on the stand there. And as she read it, and as she looked at the picture, she went, <sighs> and I said to her, that was a big sigh. And she said, why is it that there's always bad news in the paper? Couldn't there be just one page of good news to provide some hope? Steve and Sale Baptist Church, in this community, be people of hope as you share the news about Jesus. Be people of hope and share hope. Steve, how are you going to do it? Paul says, do it as a team, working with God and with each other to complement the gifts we each have, encouraging one another, praying for one another, building one another up. I don't know whether you've noticed, as you've read the book of Colossians, the letter of Colossians, the number of times that you, plural, we, and us are mentioned. In fact, that's true right throughout the New Testament. In the New Testament, outside the Gospels, we find in excess of 70 times the term one another being mentioned. What Steve has committed to this morning is not a one-man uh, operation. It's actually a team ministry and there's lots of people who can be involved in the team that Steve leads, the teams that Steve leads, as well as other aspects of life here at Sale. And leaders limit the extent of their influence to their willingness and their ability to develop a team. You know, the pastor or the leader who equips one other doubles their team. And so it goes on. One of the most significant teams that I've sought to initiate, initiate over the years that I've been pastoring uh, has been a prayer team. And I know that today there'll be people who've been part of my prayer partnership who'll be praying for me. And we're in touch with one another most weeks. And we often pray with one another. And it's interesting later on, in Paul's letters, numbers of times he says, pray for us. You say, Paul? <laughs> he was one of the pinnacles in terms of apostleship. And he says, I need people who are praying for me. And uh, we need to be praying for one another. And Paul would go on and say, do it through admonishing and teaching. I don't know whether you notice in the passage those words admonishing and teaching. But both of those words have to do with the training and equipping for life that we have as part of our responsibility as a church. Uh, they're words that could mean instruction and teaching and training and equipping and helping people think through life issues, engage with life and learn from it. Some years ago at Sindel Baptist Church, we ran a course called Ask Anything. And as we were running it, the num a number of people said, Thank you so much that you've given us a place and an environment where we can ask any question we like about anything. You know, part of the role, particularly in children and youth and young adult ministry, but not only there, 
is to actually give people a place to explore their questions and develop an understanding of things. And Paul here says, we have a commitment to work as a team to admonish and teach and train and equip uh, people for life and how to learn from it. But he goes on to say, do it with hard work. He says, I strenuously, I expend all my energy. It's not an easy ride. It's hard work. But it's hard work that's empowered by and open to God's spirit working in and through us. You know, it was Jesus who said, apart from me, you can do nothing. And effective ministry flows out of being. Effective ministry flows out of allowing Jesus to do his work in and through our lives. It flows out of our character. You know, in another of Paul's letters to a pastor at the church at Ephesus, to Timothy, he says, make sure your life is transparent and let people see your progress. You know, often the leader wants to see progress happening in the lives of others, and that's important. But Paul, in writing to Timothy, says, make sure people can see the progress in your life. And he says, be an example for them in your speech, in your conduct, in your love, in your faith, and your purity. In other words, he's saying to leaders, model what you want caught because the most powerful method of teaching is modelling. And particularly in the area that you pick up children and families, let me say that we've got nothing to say to our people if they don't see us modelling, investing in marriage and family life. And you know, there are some statistics that tell us that some of the loneliest and most miserable and angry people in life are married to or are the families of those who are in vocational Christian ministry. And that ought not to be the case. There are many things that leaders can delegate to others, but Steve, don't dare delegate your responsibility as a husband or a dad. An important question, Steve, to regularly ask your people and allow them to ask you is this. How is it with you and God? And how is it with you and others? Now, at the induction of a guy called the Reverend Theodore Adams, you've probably never heard of this guy, but he was the president of the Baptist World Alliance in the late 50s. And Theodore's father said to him on the occasion of his induction, Ted, my son, stay close to God. Ted, my son, stay close to men. Today he should have said people. And Ted, my son, bring God and people together. Now let me wrap this up with a word to the people of the Sale Baptist Church about what you can do for your pastor. You're inducting him today and you've already stood and affirmed that you would commit to support him and pray for him and encourage him and Jackie and their family. Let me give you some things that I want to encourage you to do. Build Steve's influence, spiritual influence, by praying for him. And in doing this, you'll be praying for your church You'll be praying for your community, you'll be praying for your families, and you'll be praying for the mission in this community. Build Steve's reputation by speaking well of him. He's human, and he's got some great strong points, and I don't know them, but he's probably got some points that aren't as strong as some others. 
and his leadership and his influence will depend upon the points that you stress. Let your conversation be full of grace. Don't compare him to or expect him to be like others. He's unique. God's shaped him uniquely. So build his reputation by speaking well of him. Thirdly, build his morale and breathe life into his soul by encouraging him and Jackie and their family. You know, encouragement costs little, but it means a lot. We can be those people who add value and breathe life into others, or we can drain people. You know, in life there are VDPs and LGPs. LGPs are life-giving people, and VDPs are very draining people. Be those who breathe life into Steve. Build his morale. You know, a church of encouragers will have space problems. A fourth thing is to build his well-being and resilience by letting him rest. Adequately care for him by making sure he has regular time off each week and appropriate leave each year. And don't expect him, I know he's been a vet, but don't expect him to be available 24 hours a day. Build his leadership by cooperating with him and learning things together. Work together on new options. Have a go at things. Don't be hasty in saying it won't work. Have a go. And by far the greatest thing that you can do for Steve and for Jackie and their family is to follow the Jesus they proclaim and exemplify. It's my prayer that the history books of the Sale Baptist Church will tell the story of how the appointment and the induction of Steve as a pastor, that the history books will tell how that you together with Steve as a team, chose to fellowship with God in faith and in boldness to be and to bring good news to people locally and beyond as you are the body of Christ. I would love to pray with you. Can we do that? Our God, we thank you for the amazing invitation that you give to us, give to each of us, to partner with you in your mission. Our God, we thank you that on this occasion we have particularly thinking of the role that you've called Steve to play. But we recognise that it's one that you want this whole church to be part of. And we thank you that there's a part for every one of us to play in the things that you've called us to do. Thank you that we are Jesus' physical presence on earth today. And Lord, we pray today a special blessing on this church on Brad in his leadership and on all of those who are in leadership responsibilities, but that each of us together as a team will choose to fellowship with you and one another in a way that means that this community will know that we've spent time with Jesus and that many will come to know and trust you. And this we pray in his name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Uh, what a significant morning it was, and I continue to ask you to pray for Steve and Jackie and the family as Steve begins in this role. Um, have a great week. Next Sunday, SBC Kids starts, but also 
we're launching Vision Sunday and we're launching our values um, series, which I'm very excited about. So make sure you're here next Sunday because it's going to be a great Sunday in church. Have a great week. See you again soon.